0: Hey Julie. Hey Lisa. And hey Lindsay LT. Hi. Special guest today. Uh, LT is our dear friend who is the manager of Lululemon in Gaithersburg.
1: Downtown Crown.
0: She is here with us in Boston, and we're so happy that she gets to experience spectating Boston with me and let, let me just say it's 8
1: 21 in the morning <laughs> <On> <laughs> and Sunday. LT got to my house this morning at, at 3 45 in the morning after getting to her car this morning and finding a flat tire so hopping in a, Lyft. a lift I forgot to tell you that <laughs> hopping in a lift still getting to my house by 3 45 she's supposed to get there by 3 45 oh, so super impressed got to my house by 3 45 my daughter who saw LT yesterday loves you like loves you worships you and she begged me last night when we went to bed super late after wonderful mitzvah but she begged me will you wake me up at at 3 30 so i can see lt in the morning so her hair done yes so at first i was like i'm not gonna do that because my kids had to wake up early anyway for a cycling race i'm like i'm not gonna do that and she was like crying last night she's like mommy please i will go back to sleep i promise and i'm like this is one of those moments like my child will hopefully remember like when mommy woke me up at three o'clock in the morning before she so she got up with me and she waited and she said she went back to bed, so we got on the highway, went by a couple crazy like one car going the wrong way, one bad accident that had just happened. It was a, sort yeah. of like an adventure getting to the to the airport, but then luckily smooth sailing. And so by by six <laughs> fifty, what like two a.m. we were landing here in Boston. Yeah. So now we're with Julie. We're all together again.
0: Yeah. So. Um,
1: and what did you do yesterday? I
0: got to Boston yesterday morning, and uh, as I've mentioned on previous podcasts. I am here as a spectator for the first time and I have to say I am so thrilled that I made the choice to come. It was a really great day yesterday and um, I, I really wasn't feeling, I, I was prepared to feel very sad being here and not running. I don't, I feel like I'm still part of the the thrill of being in Boston and I'm so happy for all the runners here and I'm happy that I chose to come and not feel any sort of, uh, pity, self pity, or or sort of hide at home. And, well, let's and just make clear it. too:
1: you are a Boston, you are a qualified, registered yeah. Boston runner, so you deserve to be here yeah. just because you're not gonna make the twenty six point two mile trip. Like you are,
0: you are a Boston marathoner. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really happy I came. So in any case, I had the opportunity to attend the New York Times. Uh, State of Women's Running Podcast, uh, I'm sorry, Podcast, a panel that was sponsored by the New York Times and moderated by New York Times writer Lindsay Krause, who wrote a very well known article that was circulated last year called The Shalane Effect. And Lindsay is also a terrific runner herself. She's a sub three marathoner and she moderated this panel that had Jordan Hase, Sarah Sellers, Lindsay Flanagan, Sarah Hall. Des Linden, Shalane Flanagan, Tatiana McFadden. It was just incredible. And having the opportunity, oh, I'm sorry, and, and Sarah Crouch. They yeah. were all <clears throat> so eloquent and what they talked about really resonated. They talked about the same things that I think all runners discuss. Stress, how to balance your life with running, how to stay um, motivated in running and when you're not motivated, what to do and lessons learned from running, how to still want to compete even if you still love running, how do you stay motivated to compete versus just staying motivated to run? Um, How long should you compete? And each of them had a microphone and spoke and a couple of things stuck out for me yesterday that I enjoyed and one in particular was at the very beginning of the panel, Shalane talked about the importance of using each other to lift each other up because when we work together, and we enjoy the process together, our results are better. And then she of course went into the famous example of when she used the porta potty for 13 seconds and um, how Des helped her and at the end of the day, even though Des was helping her, actually the act of Des helping in and of itself helped lift Des up and then win Boston. And we all know this story, but it was so exciting to hear her tell it and I actually um, recorded it. So I posted it on our Facebook page for anyone who's interested. You can head over to Run Farther and Faster. I posted another video from the panel yesterday that I really enjoyed, and that was with Sarah Hall. Sarah is someone to watch tomorrow. She is a phenomenal runner. She's been competing for 14 years, and she talked about the ups and downs, and she talked about something that we have emphasized a lot in our podcast, and I had to start recording yesterday because she said something that we've said a lot, which is, you are not a runner, you are a person who runs. And if you wrap your identity in just being a runner and something goes wrong, then that, that really is painful. But if you consider yourself a runner because you run, but you consider yourself a person, person who, who runs, runs that's the way to go in life and and sarah of course and her husband ryan um are incredible people and they happen to be incredible runners but i think they have done a very good job of showing Keeping perspective who they are as people and yeah. of course they adopted four children she talked about her teenage daughter who is now a state cross-country champ who didn't even run three years ago when she was adopted and um didn't get a lot of exercise in the orphanage and just all of these women had just fantastic things to say and it's not their job to be PR people but they certainly are for themselves they've done a great job of that I don't think when you become a runner you necessarily realize that you would find yourself on a stage having to talk about your life and and they were so eloquent and Tatiana McFadden what a rock star and she talked about being a wheelchair racer and um, she also throughout most of her career has been a student at University of Illinois and how she trains there and what an incredible athlete. So I was completely fangirling yesterday and enjoying this hour and 45-minute discussion at the Calderwood Pavilion in downtown Boston. And from there, I had the treat of rushing, I was in such a hurry, over to the Sheridan, where I had the opportunity to hear four incredible podcasters, Lindsay Hine, Allie, Allie Feller, Tina, Muir, who's also an elite runner, and Olympian Carrie Tolson, and they were so cute and endearing and they did a panel about their lives and sort of, sort of shared some of um, what it's like to be a podcaster on a platform like theirs, and one question that was asked that I, I really liked that someone asked this, because I was interested in this too, all four women kind of have similar podcasts and have similar guests. Some of the audience asked, do you feel competitive against each other? And what I really liked with was the answer. I think it was Lindsay who answered and said no, because it's like when you go to the library, there's lots of books. Why can't there be lots of podcasters? There's room for everyone. I really, really enjoyed that answer. I think that's absolutely true. And I appreciate what they've done because they've certainly brought podcasting into um, the, the running arena and it's allowed little people like us to be able to podcast and and do things like this we wouldn't have even known this medium exists for running if it weren't for those pioneers so i i really appreciated that and lastly speaking of podcasts i met with our friend Cindy kuzma who is a runner's world writer and also writes for uh, many other magazines and she's also is a podcaster. She has a really great podcast called "The Injured Athlete," and you probably know where this is going. Um, she asked me to be a guest on her podcast, "The Injured Athlete," and I gladly agreed to do that, so we found ourselves in the lobby of the Sheraton yesterday, where we had an hour conversation. It was really a, a very engaging conversation. I thought I liked the questions she asked me and that should she should be rolling that out this week or next week and while we were podcasting around the corner was tim and jess from bib brave one of my favorite podcasts and we had the opportunity to meet them and talk with them and yeah it was just a really exciting day and i capped it off with dinner with my uncle and cousin at a restaurant that my uncle selected i i believe because this is what he thinks of me it's called tiger mama and um it was was just a really fun day and I'm so happy it feels like you ran a
1: marathon in a day yesterday like I feel like I'm
0: exhausted (laughs) listening to you like I
1: feel tired now so that's you and and it's nice that you can do that because you don't have to worry as much about
0: conserving your energy but Gosh, that's amazing. You yeah. Did, you fit a lot into one day. I did. I feel like I was making up for lost time because typically when we come to Boston, it's really important to conserve energy and I didn't have that care and I took advantage Go of crazy. it. Oh crazy. It was really. But that's great. But you're getting so much out of it too and you're, you're, you're experiencing Boston in a different way, which is yeah.
1: equally, if not even more, exciting and different and yeah. fun
0: and a different perspective. Yeah. So that's awesome. Couple observations. First of all, finish line. Chaos. Um, you know, the finish line reminded me yesterday of Disney because it's become kind of like Disneyland. (laughs) I was just blown away. And then to cap it off, I put it on our Instagram stories. There was a proposal at the finish line. So it was really, it was really sweet. There was a great finish line festival this year and bands and music. And, uh, for those of you listening, If you want to come to Boston ever to spectate, I am telling you, it is super, super fun. Don't feel like you can't come because you're not running Boston. If you love the sport of running, come on up and just don't steal our hotel room. We got a great deal for this hotel. So, like, you know,
1: (laughs) it's, and and that's a good tip for future. First of all, if you're running in 2020, get online and get a like bookings.com or find something next week because things will start to book up. Get something you can get refunded if you decide to switch. But um, things do become available last minute, but it is, it's, it's gotten ridiculous at how hard it is and how expensive it is mm-hmm. to get a room. But LT, this is her first time in Boston, and well we were driving done. We were driving through the city from the airport, and she was looking around and she said, like, there are so many runners here, and so nice. particularly now. But um, but in general, I think it's a pretty runner, runner-friendly city. But this weekend, uh, and we were, I was telling her as we get off the, got off the plane that that's one of my favorite things about this race is you get off and everybody knows, like, this is marathon weekend. Like, there's no, nobody's in the dark. Like, nobody's like, what are you here for? I mean, everybody's like, oh, are you here to run? Are you here to spectate? Uh, there are signs at the airport, welcome marathoners. Like, everything is, um, is, is, revolves around the marathon, and it's such a cool feeling. So it's uh it's exciting to be here even though it's still only eight thirty in the morning. Yeah, I can't get over that. It's gonna be a yeah. long, long
0: day. So what do we have in store for today? All right. So today we are really excited. We're first going to do our meet up at ten thirty at the Mandarin Oriental. It is off the finish line. It's about. A block and a half walk to the finish line. So I don't know if we'll be able to walk to the finish line from our meetup and stay with everyone because the finish line is so crowded. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually very glad we chose to meet in the lobby of Mandarin Oriental because – we can talk and chat and take pictures uh, We wouldn't there. find each other at the finish line. Yeah. It is packed. So, yeah. So we're doing that first. And then from there – and we have goodies for everyone. So uh, thank you, Lululemon Gaithersburg, for that. And we're so excited to um, – give everyone some goodies. And from there, we are going to head over to Heinz and hopefully, Lisa, you can grab your packet there. I'm going to grab mine, too. Why not? Of course. And get my shirt yellow absolutely. this year. Yellow is not my color, but that's okay. I like yellow, especially when it's, like, rainy
1: out or, dark, like, a little dark out when you're running. They're really bright. You can see them from a
0: mile away. I just feel like I look like Big Bird with a uniboob. Like, I can't. I cannot wear. I just, I'm not a fan Well, of that yellow. was the debate
1: yesterday. I we went into the Lululemon store because I decided maybe I'd get, like, a new tank. To, not that we encourage wearing new clothing or different clothing, but I have the style. Just a different color. And there was this great yellow color that I could wear with blue shorts that I thought oh that would be very spirited um but then I held it up to I held it up and I asked <laughs> Kira I said does this color look good with me and she was like uh-uh so I decided on pink I got awesome. pink all instead. right so, so
0: tomorrow note to self you'll be wearing pink I think so as
1: long as the weather
0: holds out and speaking of weather our trusty oh, wait, wait, we're gonna talk oh, about
1: what we're doing today and we'll move to the weather. okay we'll yeah. do weather at the end. Okay.
0: So, um, after that, we're going to go to Heinz, and we are going to hopefully cross our fingers meet Catherine Switzer in person. And while we've both met her before, um, now we talk to her, so I'm I'm really oh, for looking sure. forward to it. Uh, she's just so adorable. She's been commenting on our social media a little bit, and I get such a little giggle out of that. And I just I just love Fangirling. And we're fangirling, <laughs> but I also love a lot of um, our community. Had has have listened to our podcast. I mean, hi mom. And, um, maybe your mom and dad, that's so it. No. And, um, your dad, Jack, he's a big fan. I don't know. Maybe, maybe yeah, he's, he's listening to some of the podcast. He's, he's on Facebook commenting. too. He's been on Facebook too. So, um, anyway, it's really cool because a lot of people who aren't runners listen to Catherine's story and, and they recognize that we hope everyone would recognize as her story is, is not as much about running as it is about living a life of passion and purpose. And, um, I just really look forward to meeting her and and telling her that today. And just just one quick side note, it's really cute. My mom does listen to all her episodes, and she'll send me texts after. See now you we know. know how to taper. <laughs> <laughs> funny. Maybe she can organize a 5k at the villages. Yeah mom. (laughs) I mean there are so many 5ks at the villages. I mean they're in the olympics. I mean those people are fit at the villages. They are they are rocking their runs. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah it's a very fit place. I mean they're they're they're, yeah it's it looks like a real fun place to live. It's like camp for people who are over 55. Yeah. It's, it's camp. We're getting close to that. Stop it. Yeah. We're not there yet mentally. I, I know my mom's not either. Um, okay, so then after that, I'm headed over to the Red Sox game with my uncle and cousin. And what are you going to do, guys? I think I'm going to come back to the hotel
1: and, and decompress, and I'll probably mm-hmm. start feeling the effects of fatigue at that point so just take it easy I'm gonna go you kindly got me some candy I'll probably go get another stash of candy I, that's my I have to stock up on the candy uh for my pre-race I did not boarding. buy you Slim Jims I couldn't
0: do it that's okay that's right. that's
1: post-race I got some time I, for I that. couldn't no, do that's it. okay um yeah so I think I'm just gonna really take it low-key um, and try to like relax and and hang out for the for the afternoon. And
0: how about you, LT? Yeah, I have the pleasure of going to visit some old Lululemon friends that actually used to work with me in Baltimore. So we'll be visiting oh. some of the stores here and hanging out with them. And then I'm starting Fashion Institute of Technology's shoe program, and there's a very famous shoe store in Boston. So I'm gonna do some shopping. Amazing! You know, why that not? sounds great. We're Which in Boston? Shoe store? <laughs> it's called Bodega. Okay! Yeah. <laughs> and is that over on Newberry Street? It's like a mile from here. I actually don't know what street probably, actually on. it's on. Probably. It's not an exact. Sh- I know it's okay. not on Newberry, but I'm assuming it's probably right off of it. In the hoity toity shopping area. Yeah. Sounds great. I don't know. We'll find out. All right. <laughs> And and weather, can we talk about weather real quick? Oh, yeah, or... let's talk about weather. So um, shout out to Zach Hawkins. We talked about this last week. Zach Hawkins is one of our Run Further and Faster runners who just went sub three at Shamrock, and he will be in Boston next year, and we really look forward to that. But in the meantime, Zach is a weather nerd, and he has been sending updates to us regularly. So breaking Here's news.
1: today, <laughs> says Zach's wonderful email from this morning, 7.52 a.m. Thank you, Zach. <laughs> The thunderstorms and heavy rain associated with the front should hit in the 7 to 8 a.m. time frame. Once that pushes through, there may be a bit of rain after, but it still looks pretty dry during the actual 10 to 1 time frame. Wind should not be a big issue after the storms come through, and it will shift from the west, providing a tailwind. Temperature forecast is about the same, holding in the 60s. NWS echoes this. So the only concern is really the storms arriving right when buses are pouring into Hopkinton. So the earlier you can get there, the better which we've talked about before anyway, uh, just need to take cover in the tent. I wonder if there is lightning, if they have a plan to move people into the school. I would just mentally prepare for the potential of a little craziness if that happens. So um, good to know that it's gonna be out of here though. By race time, I feel like We were worried earlier in the week about a repeat of last year, and it's shaping up. Just goes to show, too, that you really don't ever know the weather, especially in Boston, but for any race. You don't know it until, really, until you show up. So forecasts are just forecasts, and can't um, control that, and you can't get worked up about it and waste a lot of, unnecessary energy worrying uh, about the weather
0: yeah unfortunately for people who left on Thursday they probably packed the world and bought a lot of things and you know that's just kind of one of the incidentals unfortunately of, of running a race like Boston where the weather is so tricky is that you pack the world in your suitcase and you probably are buying a lot of things that you end up not needing so save it for next year exactly um it looks like it's a good day to wear shorts and a tank and arm warmers I know that's what amazing. I brought it's crazy I can't even because yeah. I did I
1: originally had packed we've talked about this I had tights I had a mm-hmm. long sleeve I had a uh, Grad great rain jacket, Mm -hmm. Lululemon rain jacket that took a long time to get to me. No thanks to FedEx. Uh, um, So I had all of that and then I thought, oh no, I may not need it. So I packed both because I thought, what if like it changes again? So I packed both. I have a lot of stuff with me. A lot of it will not go back with me because some of it will, I'll take to Athletes Village and it'll get donated. But that is very true. You really have to pack for both and just um, not stress about it because There's nothing we can do until we wake up tomorrow morning and see what it's like outside. And even then, um, you know, just have to prepare as best you can.
0: You know, your point, let's take just a minute to remind folks about hot weather running. You know, I think there's been so much focus on the rain and the cold, and now the temperatures are And not only the temperature,
1: the dew point's going to be high. So the humidity, I think it's going to be even
0: more. 50s, 60s are fine to run
1: in, (laughs) but it's the humidity that we're not used to.
0: That's a great point, Lisa. Dew point is, and anyone listening to this podcast knows this because you're, you're listening because you're an experienced runner and you're likely listening to this part of the podcast because you're you're toeing the start line tomorrow. So if you're one of those people, don't forget all you know about running in the humidity for you and if that means the salt tabs and um, doing what you need to do to stay cool, using water at the water stops on your head, using the Gatorade for for your nutrition and just recognizing that even though it may not feel hot the dew point is high as lisa pointed out and it's important to know that most of us unless we live in southern states um, are not acclimated to this and you will feel it a little bit so just do what you need to do to set yourself up for success and that may mean that your pace may be at some points a tad bit slower and it may feel harder and remember that that's about weather and we've talked about this ad nauseum we won't repeat ourselves too much but Run the mile you're in. Don't let what your watch says get you down. Keep going. Um, remember what happened to Des last year. Remember what happened to Sarah Sellers. They both didn't have great races. One placed first, one placed second. You can still have a great race. It may not be your plan, or it may be your plan, but just remember that you're there. You're there to do your best, to have fun, and, and just get the best experience out of it possible. As a reminder, uh, LT and I will be at Mile Seventeen, runners right, which is right by Woodland. Um, I am. Wearing think... some really cute hats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we have like little unicorn hats, and I'll be wearing a hot pink tutu. Um, I just <laughs> like to <laughs> we be celebrating. yeah. We want to be celebratory. We'll have a sign. Easy to find. Yeah, I hope I hope we're easy to find, but kind of start looking for us around Mile Seventeen. If we don't see you first, and you see us first, please wave. Um. I, I'm not the best spectator yet, you know. I'm new at this, but um, I got some practice at Cherry Blossom last weekend.
1: I it's, have a feeling you're gonna pick it up pretty quickly. I you're a so. fast learner.
0: <laughs> um, and so I'm just so grateful. LT's here with me. We're gonna have such a good time tomorrow. I'm really excited. And um, yeah. Is there anything else that you want to bring up before we sign off?
1: I don't think so. Not right now. Uh, no, just. Good luck to everybody and hope to see people out on the course and can't wait to see you. Now, I am excited because I never, it, except for the two years that my family was here, and it, well, only one year did the kids come out on the course. I've never had anyone to look forward to seeing on the course. I don't Yay. know anyone here. Yeah. I, I've had um, my good friend Eric Ritvo uh, would be on the course, but I never could figure out where he was. And so once in a while, I'd hear him, like, after I passed him, but I never knew where to, like, look. And now I, like, I can look forward to the Mile 17, which is a really good place to look forward to because that's where – You know, sometimes can start to get a little bit harder. So I love that I have somebody to, you know, something to look forward to and have you guys out on the course. So thank you.
0: Yeah, and and our sign I think is appropriate for mile 17. It says, run farther and faster to fire and ice. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the gonna, bar that's we'll, we'll be. be meeting afterwards.
1: <laughs> which we can see from our hotel room, which yeah. is really cool. That's very convenient.
0: Yes. So, all works out well. All right. So um, we may sign on for another little bit if something exciting happens today that we think is worthy of podcasting. But, yeah. Um, most likely we won't. So we wish everyone a fantastic race. Um, run smart with heart and trust your training. See you at the finish line. Bye.